Good Friday morning to you. It's a feel-good Friday here at the Brewers Briefing, and I'm glad to have you with us for the program today. I appreciate you coming in here. Streaming live on Rumble and the interwebs, and also on, of course, just the Brew, 106.3 FM, 1240 AM. Glad to have you with us for the show today. How the heck are you? It's Friday. I'm loving that. And it's a beautiful Friday. It's a gorgeous day outside already. We'll take a look at that forecast for you coming up in just a second. So I want to remind you, we are we are streaming this puppy. It's on a rumble. That's where the live stream is as far as uh, interwebs. And so you can check it out. It's rumble. It's called Brewers Briefing. I put out a little link on the uh, Facebook page in case you can't find it. Mom was having some trouble finding it yesterday. I want to make it easy to find. So let me know if you're having any trouble finding this deal. Okay, it's uh, it's called Brewers Briefing. It's on Rumble, and then of course we 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 uh, podcast it on places called Spotify and Google and Stitcher and Apple iTunes and stuff like that. All right, okay, okay. Anyway, so that's that. Um, hey, a little we, we have a good show today. Uh, of course, every day we have a good show, but today we've got uh, Senator Mark Wayne Mullen going to be joining us at eight forty. That's the plan. And we're going to talk to him about some craziness happening up in the Senate. All right. So we'll, uh, we'll, if you have any questions for the good Senator, be sure to put them in the windy Chevy text line. By the way, I didn't tell you how to get involved in the program. And it is 918-756-3646. Lock it in your speed dial. Memorize it. Put it here. Use it. Text me good mornings. Text me whatever you want to text me. It's great. And you can call in the brew show as well. The brew lines are open. And we're going to talk to you and the good senator today. That's at 840. Okay. Also, I have a little uh, a little something, something I'm going to ask uh, from anybody that's listening in the Muskogee Creek Nation. Um, I, I'm doing a little something, something, and I need somebody to text me. If you are listening like in uh, one of the clinics or the hospital or any of the, any of the bill, any, anybody that works for or with the Muskogee Creek Nation, just text and say, hey, I'm listening over here at whatever. I'm at the listening at the hospital. We listen over here. We listen at the clinic. We listen, blah, blah, blah. I, I'm interested to, to find that out. Just a little uh, something, something I'm doing right there. So if you would assist me in that, that'd be fantastic. Again, 918-756-3646 is the number. Okay, so anyway, it is a it's a beautiful Friday outside. I'm glad to have you for the show. I've said that already. The weather forecast is 53 already. Beautiful. Going to be at 67 today and cloudy. It's sun shining over here. It's gorgeous today. And uh, south winds 15 to 20. However, over the weekend, it's going to get wet. 90% chance of rain tonight. Um, that may be late shower thunderstorms after midnight, low of 54 degrees tomorrow showers and 59, 90% chance of rain tomorrow. I didn't make this forecast. I'm just reading it. Mm, Saturday night, pretty good chance of rain Sunday morning and pretty good chance of rain. 50, 50, 55 for the high on a Sunday and 41 overnight next week, mostly sunny on Monday, 56 North winds coming back. 33 overnight, 62 on Tuesday. Here we go. Here we go. Wednesday, 63. And Thursday, 67. Let's give it up for the Lord Jesus for making a pretty good forecast right there. A little bit little bit of water over the weekend, and, and we can handle that. All right? All right, so let's go to the text lines. We'll see you. Good morning, David. Welcome, sir. Glad to have you with us for the program. We have JP right in up in here with the JP meme. It's Friday. He got to dancing uh, orangutan. I like that. We got Faye Roy in here. Morning, buddy. Right back at you. And we've got Tony in the Winley Chevy text line. Good morning, Brewer. Listening and watching on Rumble this morning. Well, hello, Tony. I'm glad to have you listening. Hey, I know Tony's a dancer. She's a dancer. She's like a professional dancer. And my wife has decided that we need to take dance lessons, <laughs> which is great. I mean, we never... Go dancing. We never go do anything. Uh, we're kind of homebodies. What kind of dancing should we do, Tony? What, what ballroom dancing? Uh, I can two step. I mean, I come on now. I can do a little two stepping because I'm from Sayre. Uh, I'm not a. I mean, I'm not a super fancy two stepper. 
but I can do a little bit right there. But I don't know. I, I mean, I like to dance. I mean, we don't do it, but she, she's, I don't know what she, she's probably saw something on Instagram and decided that we need to learn to dance. So anyway, Tony, if you got any suggestions on uh, what we need to be doing about the dancing thing, <laughs> fire it over. <sighs> okay. All righty. Okay. Do it. You'll love it. She says. Okay. Well, all right. I'm all for it. Bag ash. I'm all for it. All right. So it's 10 minutes past. Anything else? Okay. So here we're going to, here we go. We're going to start off talking about some news. Ballroom, she says. Ballroom dancing. That's kind of what I was thinking. I think that looks pretty fun. Oh, by the way, I need a little personal note. I forgot to tell you people. We have a new addition to the Brewer family. Oh, to the M, to the G. What was I thinking? So my stepson has a dog named Tuck, and he's a border collie, and he's the smartest dog that I've ever seen and been around. I've had the pleasure of being around old Tuck, and and I'm telling you what now. Now, you know stuff. No, David, we're not doing pole dancing. <laughs> it's not the kind of dancing we're doing. Now, you get your mind out of that gutter, boy. Stop that deal. Anyway, so so um, he has a border collie, smartest dog I've ever seen. And my wife decided that we needed a dog. We need a dog. We, we lost. We had a big blue pit uh, dog, Ram. He died. He's a great dog. Super good. Chill. And, you know, I'm like, I don't, I don't need a dog. You know, I'm, I'm just fine without a dog. I don't need a dog. Dogs are responsibilities. <laughs> I've already raised my children. I don't need no responsibilities. You know what I'm saying right there? Anyway, so, but, of course, well, you know what she does? She starts showing me little pictures, little little border collies. And I'm like, well, you know, Tuck is a good dog. He's a really good dog. I mean, he's obedient, unlike children. <laughs> he's obedient. You know what I'm saying right there? And so, we have a dog. We have a dog. You know what? I wonder. I bet. I bet I can show you people that are watching on Rumble. I bet I can show you a picture. Oh, that's my old dog, Amos. Let me see. Where is the picture of the new dog? I'm gonna put it on the screen here because you people that are watching by Rumble, you have an advantage over the people that are not. All right. So you ready for this? You ready to see that little? This is my little dog, Licky, right here. Can you see? That is Finn. Short for Finnegan. Anyway, I don't know where we came up with that name. He look at there. He's a little tricolor border collie. Anyway, so we have a puppy, three months old already. And where's my sensor button? I I can't tell you how much dog stepped in in the last week. This morning, another uh, pile on the carpet. Hey, we have a rug. We have mostly wood floors. But we have some rugs. He loves the rugs. He loves to pee in a rug. He loves to take a big old dump in the rug. I took him out this morning. First thing he does a little peeing out there. And then he was supposed to lay down or play. No pooping. He comes in the house. Of course, I'm over here reading and, and perusing stories and he's silent. And, 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 and I go over there to give him some food. And sure enough, I step all in a big old pile of dump. <sighs> so we're going through puppy phase. He's cute as he can be, and he's lovable as he can be, but, man, he doesn't, you know, he does what puppies do. Pees and poops in the wrong places. So thoughts and prayers appreciated, okay? Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's see if we've got anything actually in news to talk about today. Now, I've been hearing this story right here. I don't know too much about this, but I want to put it out there because I know some people out there in the listening audience are probably using CPAP machines. Right? Some of you, you have to wear a CPAP machine. I, I hate it for you because you go to work when you got the lines on your face and stuff like that, and it doesn't look like much fun. <coughs> Excuse me. I am recovering, by the way, from my respiratoryness. And there's a story about these things causing cancer and stuff. Have you heard about this at all? Sheriff Brett Stacy had been using his Philips Dream Station CPAP every night for four years to treat his sleep apnea and would often find tiny black particles on his pillow left behind the machine. 
It wasn't until June of 2021 that he learned those particles were far from harmless. One month before the recall, Mr. Stacy was rushed to an emergency surgery after a routine doctor visit found he had kidney cancer. He had to undergo surgery to remove his right kidney, according to ProPublica. While the sheriff is now in remission, nearly 600 people who have used now recalled CPAP machines have died in the last three years of the illness linked to the foam and potentially toxic gases that blow into users' airways while they're wearing the device. Now the Food and Drug Administration has reported that since initiating a recall of approximately 15 million devices in 21, 561 CPAP users have died as a result of illnesses linked to the faulty machines while thousands are battling over severe health conditions. Anyway, I just, I saw this. I know a couple of people that wear those things, and I figured probably a lot of people do. And so I don't know anything else about this except it's alarming, and I know a lot of people use them. And so if you are using one of those or know somebody that is, check into it, man. Make sure that, you know, it's a good one or whatever. You know, this is, that's horrific, right? Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I'm trying to keep you healthy. So we try to have a, a varied topics here, a variety, health, political, religious, educational. It's all here on the brew. Tony says, Finn is adorable. I have a border collie, Liza Jane. Training is key to keep these dogs and lots of exercise. Well, you know me, Tony. I am the man of exercise. <laughs> That's funny right there. That's real good right there. Hey, here's some good news on a feel-good Friday. Looking for some good news? It's not all bad. Here's a headline from the Oklahoman that you're going to like. Oklahoma's drag queen principal. Remember that one? They hired some principal to be uh, a drag queen of an elementary school, no, no less, has quietly resigned after flack with Superintendent Ryan Walters and libs of TikTok. <laughs> well, hallelujah. That's all I got to say right there. Good on you. Uh, Ryan Walters and Libs of TikTok, you, you run one off. That's good. All right. In other school news, not necessarily in Oklahoma school news, but here is a New York. No, no, excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. It's not New York necessarily. Let me see. Where is it? This is the New York Post story here about a school. And see where this is in Connecticut, and the uh, so the, the Connecticut. I don't know if it was just the school board or the legislature. Some adults, in all of their wisdom, have had well, it's state mandated, so it must be the legislature. State mandated tampon dispenser in the boys' bathroom in Connecticut. <laughs> you got a bunch of soy boys up there, right? Mm-hmm. And they needed tampons to the boys' bathrooms. So they, of course, installed the dispensers in the boys' bathroom in a Connecticut school. And uh, to the boys' credit, in the school, it, the, the uh, machine <laughs> lasted 20 minutes before these boys ripped it off the wall. And I mean, this thing was in the mortar. It was, dr- I mean, you know how it is. You know, you know how it is to drill into brick or <clears throat> tile walls, or whatever it is in that bathroom. The sucker was up there, and they ripped it down in 20 minutes. And the principal is disgusted about this. He is disgusted. <laughs> oh, excuse me, uh, 22 minutes it lasted. It was installed at 9:30. It was down at 9:52. <laughs> I see. What what is this guy saying? Uh, New mandates uh, must provide free menstrual products in women's restrooms, all gender restrooms, and at least a single men's bathroom. So anyway, so the principal's upset. You know, this costs money, and it's just not not nice, boys. I got to have the tampons in there for those (laughs) – I mean, think about this for just a minute. Would you just for one second, think about this. Literally, adults in some room somewhere in Connecticut have decided that, well, 
I mean, we've got to have some tampons for those boys that, that identify as girls. I mean, I don't know what they're going to do with them. <laughs> They've got to be able to get them and, and, and feel like, you know, and just, you know, buy a tampon and feel like a girl. What are you going to put it in your backpack, carry it around? What are you going to do with it? You're going to put it where it doesn't belong? What, what a, and they've decided this is a good thing because they don't want to offend. Oh, we cannot offend that gigantic majority of kids that want to identify as a, as a girl that are boys. You know, like one of them. I mean, it's insane, people. It is. It is. It is scary is what it is. It, it's it's I mean, it's happening all the time. People have it, and adults are are all on board. And I saw a video this week. I don't have it for you, but it was a doctor and a little kid, probably about ten or eleven years old, sitting with a doctor and they're videoing this deal. And, and it's a boy, and they're going to start giving this little boy estrogen and puberty blockers, and, and just starting to destroy the boy's life. And, you know, the, the mother, of course, had got her butch haircut. She's all up into this deal, and, and it's sick, sickening, man. What they're doing to these kids. These people need to be put in prison and locked away, man, for doing this stuff to these little kids. You know what I'm saying right now? Okay. What else do we have in the world of news? Let's see. What else? Rolling, rolling along. I got all kind of stuff right here going on down up. Ike. What is this right here? We have the president of the United States, oatmeal for brains, Joe Biden, who's signing executive orders that, that have no... Uh, import whatsoever and he's so proud of himself he has he now signed an executive order ladies and gentlemen sanctioning four settlers in israel so, so israel has people that build houses out in certain places they call them settlers and the liberals the leftist people hate them because they're settling their land and so Biden has put out a, a tweet. I signed an executive order allowing the U.S. to issue sanctions against those who direct or participate in acts of violence against civilians in the West Bank, including extremist settlers. <coughs> Excuse me. Today's action seeks to promote security for Israelis and Palestinians alike. So he's coming against these settlers in, in, uh, in Israel, believe it or not. And, you know, he's, he's not interested in sanctioning, oh, you know, like the billionaires uh, of Qatar and Turkey who uh, are all about uh, e evil and violence. He's removing sanctions from Iran, the number one state sponsor of terrorism on the planet. <clears throat> and he's decided to sanction some Jews living out in the country over there. Hmm. That's what he's doing with his time. He's a God hater. He is a Jew hater. All of this administration, they're evil. They're ruining our country day by day. And, and we got to get these suckers out of here. I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, I, I, I mean, we have got to do a better job of going to the polls. Okay. I know. Some people, and maybe you, feel like your vote does not matter. Ladies and gentlemen, your vote does matter. And you have a duty and a responsibility to get off of your ass and take it to the polls and vote. You have to do it. You have to do it. You have a responsibility and a duty to do it. People have fought and bled and died for your right to do it. And to just come up and say, well, I don't think my vote matters, it's bullshit, okay? We're just going to have to come out and say it because we have got to get this point across. We have got to go and vote, and it, it helps to vote for the right person. If you don't vote and let your voice be heard, then the crazies get involved, and the crazies come out and vote in mass, and then you have people like Biden and all of his ilk ruining the country. That's what happens. We have to vote, my friends and patriots. We have to do it. God, and we have a terrible voting record. Like, what is it? Forty percent go out to the polls, or less? I mean, it's it's horrible. Whatever the number is, it's low. We got to do better. All right, 
You promise me you're going to do better. You're going to get everybody out there doing better. All that. Okay. We're going to do better. All right. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Okay. Whew. All right. I got on a little, little rampage right there. Forgot to hit the button. Yeah. I, I just skipped the button that time. I just went for it. I just went for it right there. All right. Speaking of other stupidity and voting stupid people in power, going to play a clip for you from Dick Durbin, Senator Dick Durbin. I like to. I'm going to ask. I'm going to ask uh, Senator Mark Wayne Mullen about this guy here in about 20 minutes. 15. So here's Dick Durbin on the floor. He, he's from Illinois, and he's got a brilliant idea. I'm going to run it by you and see what you think about it. Hopefully, you'll be able to hear this. Her bill, and I hope I describe it accurately, says that if you are an undocumented person in this country and you can pass the physical and the required test, background test, the like, you can serve in our military, and if you do it honorably, we will make you citizens of the United States. Do we need that? Do you know what the recruiting numbers are at the Army and the Navy and the Air Force? They can't reach their quotas each month. They can't find enough people to join our military forces. And there are those who are undocumented who want the chance to serve and risk their lives for this country. Should we give them a chance? I think we should. All right, so that's what, that's what Dick Durbin wants to do. He wants to bring in the illegals. I mean, now we're talking about from Afghanistan, Pakistan, God only knows what is Stan, and every every country in the world, just come on in here. We don't have to. We don't know who you are, but hey, if you can pass a little physical, do a little background check on you, then we'll give you a gun, and we'll call you a citizen because we can't get numbers anywhere else. What a brilliant idea! Just bring in some, some people who hate the country. Don't know anything. Come here from sick about the country. I give them a gun and call them, call them, you know, military. Make them our fighting men and women. You see where we are, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, it's 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 more insanity. It's what it is. I mean, this is you need people fighting for your country that love your country and are willing to bleed and die for it. The loyalty knows no bounds. That's what we've always had. That's what we need. We don't need a bunch of illegals coming over here that God only knows what their intentions are. And I'm not saying they're all horrible people. They're not all horrible people, but there are plenty of them that are. And give them guns and weapons and make them citizens. Just, just like, there you go. Problem solved, according to Dick Durbin. Problem solved. That's what they want to do. Wow. I don't know if you saw the video, but there was a video floating around. So several of these uh, undocumented illegals, let's just call them what they are. These illegals were up in New York. And I'm going to turn that heater down from my telephone. Watch this, ladies and gentlemen. Watch this. Techno like that. And these illegals were up there in New York State. There was a scuffle. Something happened with some New York City police officers, and all these illegals started kicking them and beating them and while they're down on the ground and attacking them. And uh, so they arrested four of them and immediately let them out. No bail. Just go back out. And so there was some, there was some journalists there. Uh, videoing their release, I guess, and they're walking through, and they're giving the bird. Low battery. Low battery. Low battery. <laughs> Who started talking in my room? I think it's that telephone over there. Low battery. Low battery. My batteries are fine. What are you talking about? And they were just giving the bird to the to the to the cameras, like walking out, grinning, laughing, giving the bird to the. You know, and it's like, this is the picture of Joe Biden's America right here. Illegals come in. They beat up some of our dadgum cops. They get thrown in prison and right back out. And then they're walking out free, grinning and laughing and giving us the bird. God, it's disgusting, man. 
It is, it is disgusting. I mean, I'm telling you what, ladies and gentlemen, we are losing our country. We have to be careful. We have to fight for it. And the way we fight is we vote. And somebody said on the text line, yes, vote, but be educated. Please vote for the candidate stands on policy and not for the party. So, yes, yes, please listen to this program and educate yourself, okay, on how to vote. We'll tell you who to vote for. <laughs> Just kidding. Anyway, it's it's uh, – it's, 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 it's horrible. It's horrible. Absolutely. There they are. There's the video right there. There it is. And, and ladies and gentlemen, in the past 24 hours, maybe 48 now, House Democrats up there and the leader, all backed by Speaker Representative Jeffries, voted to exempt illegals who drive drunk and steal Social Security benefits from deportation. They voted not to apply criminal charges to illegals who flee Border Patrol. The party of invasion, the Democrats, voted not to deport these illegals that are causing these problems. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have, we have a good senator calling in right here, right now. He's calling in early. Let's go to the phone lines, push all the right buttons here, and let's say good morning to hey, Senator so Mark right. Wayne Mullen. Hi, sir. How are you? Good. How are you doing, my friend? Man, I'm good. It's good to hear your voice. You're even calling in early. I'm so proud of you. Am I, am I calling in early? That's, on my, that's my fault. <laughs> it's all right, man. We'll take you anytime we can get you, Captain. Anyway, appreciate that. Where are you driving to? I see you driving. Yeah, I am, and I'm sorry about the record. I got in hot last night from PC, and I'm flying to Oklahoma City meetings right now. You're flying what out of Oklahoma City? Yeah, I'm flying to Oklahoma City for some meetings, so I'm driving down oh. the road. Oh, okay, okay, I got you. Well, flying means I'm driving way too fast, probably. Okay, well, I'm, we're not going to tell. Okay, and just <laughs> we're just going to let that one go. So be careful, though. Okay. Oh, I am. I'm on the turnpike. I'm being good. Okay. All right. So, hey, there's a lot of stuff going on. I saw you uh, interview with one of the networks. I don't know if it was yesterday. I can't even remember what the hell you said. It was something I'm sure important. So there's a lot of stuff going on, you know, Senator, man. There is there is a uh, – so let's talk about the invasion. We got the party of invasion that over in the House that voted not to export or deport, I should say, these illegals that are causing havoc in our country. In all their brilliancy, they decided not to vote for that. We've got a lot of hoopity-doopity going on about Senator Lankford, and because he's a big time on this bill, and there's been some information leaked out about stuff, and he's like, no, that's not true. I mean, where are we on this 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 bill that's been hidden in the secret depths of the bowels of the of the Democratic folks up there? What's the latest on all this, sir? Well, here's the frustrating thing to me is there's a lot of people that got mad at individuals for voting for a bill they haven't read. And now we got a lot of people that's very upset about a about a, a bill that they haven't read and telling us not to vote. For. And so the issue is, is how do we how do we how do we move off center when we got a we got people that are already mad about a bill text and haven't hasn't been released? So the three things that I tell people that we're looking for in the bill, now keep in mind, there's nothing that prevents the Biden administration from securing the border right now. I mean, underneath President Trump, we have the most secure border that we've had underneath the last two presidents. And uh, and all he has to do is reinstate the executive orders he overturned. Yes, and he, and he is lying uh, about that, saying that there's nothing he can yes. do. He is lying about it. Uh, 100% lying yeah, about it. So, right. And when you start talking about securing the border, he can do that right now. So, but what is what are we looking for in this bill? Because keep in mind, it's not Trump we're negotiating with. We're Trump, and we're talking to a, a, a group of people that want an open border and amnesty for anybody that comes across the border. So, we, you got to understand, we're starting there. So, what we're trying to do is improve from that point, which is a pretty low bar. I mean, anything's better than what we got. So what are the three things we have to have in this bill? Which, mind you, the text hasn't been released. It may be released tonight, uh, but it's not us holding it up. James Lankford and the Republicans, we had the bill ready to go before Christmas. It's the Biden administration that keeps wanting to make changes to this thing. But there's three things that are solid that has to be changed. One, we have to stem the flow of those crossing illegally. That has to happen. And so 
language in this has to prevent people from coming across that border because they know they won't be able to get in the country. And how do you do that is one or two, you have to change the asylum process. And three, you have to change the parole process. And with the asylum process, all they have to do right now, currently underneath our asylum rules, which mind you, President Trump tried to change this and the liberal court overturned, overturned it when he was in office because he tried to do it through executive order. They said, no, Congress has to change the asylum process. So all they have to do right now when they cross the border is they got to walk in and they had, and all they have to say is, I fear my government. There's no burden of proof. All they got to do is just say, I fear my government. And then what happens is 85% of them qualify for parole immediately. 85% qualify for parole for parole immediately. I mean, there's no background checks. There's nothing. So what we're trying to do in this bill is one, say, no, you don't automatically qualify for, for, for asylum. And the only place you can qualify for asylum is you go through a legal port of entry, not not walk across the border anywhere, anywhere, but you have to go through a legal port of entry. You have to claim asylum, and then you have to prove that it's a that you have a credible threat from the country that you are in. That you have to prove it. Then you have to prove that there is no place safe for you to go in the country, and then you have to prove that there is no other country that you that you came through through to get to the United States that couldn't have been a safe country, which is almost impossible because technically, because of a pact we have, a North American pact we have with Mexico and Canada, technically Mexico qualifies as a safe country. So you cannot cross through Mexico and claim asylum inside the United States because you have to keep that in Mexico. With Mexican government knowing this, they would start protecting their southern border and would have these caravans coming up. And then the parole process, instead of you automatically qualifying for it, you have to identify who you are. You have to go through a background check of where you're coming from. And instead of getting a court date six to 10 years later, you get a court date right then on that asylum process. So those are the three things that's got to be in the bill. And if we get those three things, I consider it a win. But some people's minds are already made up, but they're not voting for a bill they haven't read. So you, have you seen the bill yet, the text of the bill? I've, well, I, all, I've seen just the outliers of it. I haven't seen it in complete. Uh, no one's seen the complete text. When are you expected to saying, see that? And when are you expected to see it? They're hopefully tonight, but we've been waiting for three weeks. So it could be next week. The vote would be next week, or you'd see it next week? No. Hopefully the Texas next week. I I know Schumer is wanting us to vote on this thing next week. I just got off of the phone with Jim a while ago, and I said, listen, guys, if when the bill comes out, let's wait two weeks or three weeks before we vote on it. You were talking to who you cut out there? I was talking to leadership. Oh, and okay. okay. So are they good with that? Because that's that's one of the frustrating things about, you know, us as constituents sitting here and watch this deal. You you know, they bring something out and go, okay, here it is. Vote on it. You got 15 minutes. You know, that's not American. That's not how business should be going. So I'm, I'm glad you're you're hoping for some sort of a time frame where we can digest this a little bit. Right now, they it's, it's set at 72 hours that they're going to give us 72 hours. But I don't think that's even enough time. Unfortunately, Chuck Schumer is the one that makes this decision, not us. Um, but uh, but that's what we're pushing for. But we there is a requirement of 72 hours it has to. On a bill this close, as much as people are ginned up about this, because a lot of people's false information that went out there, I really do think it would be better for it to set and allow people to look at it and allow uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, allow journalists and, and talk show hosts to be able to look at the bill. 72 hours just isn't enough, in my opinion. Well, I agree. Uh, it's, it's a huge, you know, it's a huge issue, and it needs time to, to steep a little bit, and people need to, we need to see it. We need to mull it over. We need to have opportunity to talk to our representatives about how we feel about it. The American people need to have some say in this deal. I mean, that's kind of, you know, I think how it should go. So, hey, let me ask you this back to the asylum thing. It used to be, I don't know if it's international law or whatever it was, but you go to the country, a bordering country. If you're fleeing for your life, you have to go to the bordering country, not just straight to America. Right? Well, 
some of that has changed because internationally there's designated state countries that you can claim asylum in, and some apart. So, for instance, if you leave, if you live in in Pakistan, you definitely probably don't want to go to Afghanistan to choose asylum. Um, or if you're in Uzbekistan, you probably don't want to go to Tajikistan to claim asylum. Is there really a Tajikistan? So Did you just make that up? Yes. Oh, there really is. <laughs> I said this morning, God only knows his stand because I could I run out of, out of you know words to say. Tajikistan. It starts. It starts with a D. Tajikistan. Whatever. Yes, I don't believe that. There is a, <laughs> I'm gonna look that look, up. Get your map and go look it up. I'm yes. gonna look it up. Uh, so, anyways, there you, there's a bunch of stand countries that you there probably are. don't want to claim asylum. I'm sorry so you don't want to. You have to anyway. That's just the rules. You can't just come here and yeah. claim. Well, you know, so we had no, the President Trump that had remain in your country, and that was overruled by the courts. Is that what you were saying? It was remain. It was called remain in Mexico, and that was overturned when uh, Biden came in office. Okay. Well, what, lovely. What Trump tried to do was what Trump tried to do was change the asylum process to where they can't say I have a fear, but wasn't approved. They had a fear of the country, of the government they came from. So that's the difference between what Trump was wanting to do and the remain of Mexico. Okay. Now, I'm going to I'm gonna throw something else at you, Senator, because one of your beloved colleagues, which I'm sure you're besties with, is uh, Dick Durbin. He was on the floor uh, recently. You may have heard <laughs> this. I don't know if you did or not. I, I know you guys pal around a bunch. Uh, just kidding. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and uh, and uh, he's got this brilliant idea. Have you seen this? He wants to make the illegals. If they'll sign up for the military and they can, you know, pass the physical test and pass maybe a little tiny background check and they serve the military honorably to make them citizens. Have you seen that? That He's proffering that idea. I don't, I didn't know he was talking about illegal. Oh, yeah. I know there's already a process. I know there's already a process in place that if you're here in the United States legally on a, on a visa, and you want to join the military after you serve and get an honorable discharge and get citizenship. And I have no issue with that whatsoever. But I, I kind of have a problem with someone that came here illegally to be able to join the military and then become a citizen. I, I think they had to go through the legal process first. Well, he's just, yeah, he's like, hey, our numbers are down. We can't get anybody to sign up. Let's just bring in the illegals to come in here. Give them a little shot. Give them a gun, yeah. you know, give them a little couple years and and then give them citizenship. What a brilliant idea that is. I mean, I just think, you know, look, if I you're going to go ahead. I don't think that's a good idea. I just don't think that's a good idea. If you read history, you see a lot of powers um, that are countries that put in um, – that put in forced people to live to fight for that weren't nationals, and they ended up losing everything. Yeah, no kidding. That's what I was saying earlier before you came on the program. I'm like, we need people fighting for this country who are. I mean, it's in their soul to die for this country and bleed for this country. They love the country. They, I mean, they've got a loyalty to the country, and they're willing to die for the country. I don't think a bunch – hell, we saw them in New York City. You've probably seen the video. These four kids that beat it. up the cop. They walk out giving us all the bird. Those are, I don't want that son of a buck given, serving in my military. He doesn't he, – he you know, his disdain for America, it's laughable. It's like, you know, screw you guys. I can beat up cops and I can yep. get it right out the next day and I'll take a bus to California. I mean, that's that's yep. the problem. You got people like that that they're gonna give a gun to and say, here you go, go protect go protect America. Hell no. Yep. I agree. Well, good. I'm glad we agree on that. So what else are you working <laughs> on up here? We got this border problem, so hopefully we'll get some text on that soon. And uh well, what else? It's really border really borders what we're dealing with. I mean, we got the Ukraine funding to Israel and Taiwan funding, but uh of course we have the funding clip we're getting to on the first of March. But the border is taking the wind out of everything. I mean, that's occupying a tremendous amount of time. It's occupying James Lankford. And I, I gotta throw this out too. Lankford is is a very conservative guy. I mean, he makes some decisions on everybody agrees with. I don't agree with every one of his decisions. He doesn't agree with every one of my decisions. But the guy is a very conservative individual. And that, there's been people in our state that accuse James Lankford of being immoral. And I'm like, man, if that guy is immoral, I am literally swimming in flames. <laughs> uh, he, he, he's solid, 
Yeah, he's not immoral. No, that's that's not a good technique. Yeah. Uh, definition of James Lankford, I, I don't think it, in the least. It's, it is just what happens when people, you know, when when we don't get the vote the way we want it to. We, you know, we call somebody whatever that we want to call them, rhinos and whatever else. And and I know that something was leaked out about this particular bill, which you haven't even seen. Nobody's seen, but there's little leaks out there, and it was supposedly, you know, five thousand legals a day. We're gonna, he's gonna vote for. And it was it was all over the press. It got a lot of press. I mean, that's for sure. Hey, let me ask you this question. I have a question. I saw a video guy the other day. So we've got this gigantic deal down there with Governor Abbott. He's protecting Shelby Pass or Eagle Pass or Shelby Park. And this one little section here, Eagle Pass. And so you got all the cameras down there, and they're putting up this concertina wire. Boy, it's fantastic. And Yida Hadabahoski. And there's a guy. He drives. He's like, watch this. And he's driving his pickup a half a mile down the road. He's, He's filming the whole time. And the gates are wide open now. There's a gate. It's wide open. There's no National Guard. There's no wire. There's no body. There's no nothing. And it's like, you know, is this just smoke and mirrors? I mean, what what is this? Like, you're Okay, you got that little section over there, but this is wide open down here, half a mile. What, what is well, really it, happening? So, so right there, that spot that they were guarding was a very high traffic area because it's easy, easily accessible. So what we what – we, Technically, what we're trying to do and what you do when you're creating the barricades is you try to push people to a funnel. Rather than rather than creating a large open area that's easy for them to cross, it's def- it's creating defense, right? So a defensible place pushes everybody to one area to the next to create a choke point where you can apprehend the individuals more. So by the, the what, what Governor Abbott has done is he's taken the easy accessible areas to where they can walk across, run across, drive a four-wheel across, a motorcycle across, a truck across, and they push them to one area to where now instead of having to guard uh, a 30-mile area, they only have to really pay attention to like a 100-yard area before they pick up the next spot. So I mean, I know, but half a mile area. down the road, Senator, there's nothing. There is no – I mean, come on. They're going to – but, it, but that area there isn't very easily accessible, what I'm saying. And and so we pick up a hard huh. And listen, the border needs to be a full, complete border with the secure wall all the way across it. But you got to pick and choose your battle. Because right there where they're at, they can run right across and gain into a, a heavily populated area and just disappear. Or a half mile down the road, area where they don't have to get into a populated area where they can't. So do you think the, the, is the governor having some success down there with what, whatever it is he's doing? I mean, is it slowing anything down? Do you feel like that's happening? That's a good thing? No, I mean, it's, it's, plain, it's plain whack-a-mole. So you block oh. one area, they just go to another area. Exactly. Okay. So, all right. So still, they're still pouring in like who'd have thought it. And, and so we're still just having meetings and talking and, you know, hoping to <laughs> – get something you, going. you got an administration that doesn't want it. And so we're doing the best we can fighting the way we can. But it's funny because when we're trying to get a border bill, everybody gets upset that you, you try to get the border bill and they don't want you to vote. After you guys see it and vote on it, does it go to the House? Does it go to the President? Where does it go next? It'll go to the House. Go to the House. Okay. Well... All right. Well, well, I guess we'll have to wait and see what it says and, and if it's going to pass and how it's going to go down. So I, I'm anxious to see it. Yes, well, I'm sure we'll talk again about it. Well, I hope so. And uh, I appreciate your time this morning. And, and we, we always get, good to hear from you, Senator. And we wish you safe travels and uh, keep fighting a good fight, sir. All right. Thank you. Talk to you later. Take Bye. care, Senator. All right. We'll see you later. That's Senator Mark Wayne Mullen right there. And we haven't played any commercials. We're going to take us a quick break and come right back and wrap it up on this Friday. Stay with us. Thank God it's Friday. to go in the program you want to get involved you can 918-756-3646 text or call it's always good to talk to these senators and see what's going on see what they think and whatnot and so on and so forth and 
Anyway, so we have uh, some more stupidity over in the House of Representatives. Representative Ken Buck, he is a Republican, <laughs> supposedly not a Republican, but that's what's on his ticket. He says, I am not changing my mind. I am standing firm. I will not vote to impeach Alejandres Mayorkas. What the actual F is what people are saying. If there's some evidence, uh, I'm happy to look it up. If there's some new evidence about you know him not doing his job at the southern border, I'm happy to look it up, he says. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, these people in places of power. I mean, I don't know where this guy's from. How in the world can he stay in office? How can you stay in office when you're not voting to impeach Alejandro Mayorkas, who is the head of Homeland Security, and he's destroying the border. How do you, how do you do that? How do you come out and say, nah, I, I think you're doing a hell of a job. It's going to keep you in. I'm, 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 there's nothing, I mean, I, I, I'm happy to look at some new evidence because the three million that came in the last three years is just not enough evidence for me. It's, it's insane, people. It's insane. All right. Thank you, JP. JP's loving some Taco Tim right there. El Tapatio is for delicious. It's amazing. You got to go get some Taco Tio today. It's delicious. You want to sit out on the patio? It's a good day to do that. I guarantee you. <laughs> what else is happening in the world of news? Uh, so we have this. <coughs> Remember the... I never did see this video, but I heard about it. We had a couple of guys up in the Senate chambers, the hallowed Senate chambers of our congressional capital up there, who filmed a gay porno film in the Senate hearing room. Remember that? Here a while back, the feds have announced they will not be charging those two guys who filmed this gay porno in the Senate hearing room. No charges. However, the MAGA grandma with cancer got jail time for walking into the Capitol that day. But these Democratic staffers who are having gay films in the Senate hearing room, no charges. No charges whatsoever. Clear, clear to go, clear to go. Oh, we need to pray for our country. We need Jesus badly. Uh, what else we got? <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, so that's that story. We got tax bills on the house, welfare. I don't know what's going on with that. Scientists are shocked and alarmed at the uh, what what how much DNA is in the mRNA shots, the magic juice, ladies and gentlemen. I just it is listen listen listen. I, I I know I cannot inform everybody in the whole entire world. I wished I could. We don't have very <laughs> a very big reach. You know we we are a tiny little group of people here. This. Tiny, tiny little radio station and our, our tiny little following on Rumble. I mean, it's so insignificant. It's almost laughable, really. And I wish you guys would all share it and put it out there because it's not too bad. But it's amazing to me how educated people still have no idea about the vaccines. None. Like they, I, I heard some people talking yesterday. Okay, I'm not going to say who they are about the vaccine and you know how long is it can I, till I can get my next vaccine 90 days I gotta wait 90 days I'm like do you guys not know anything about the vaccine what's happening like hey it doesn't work <laughs> right out of the gate that ought to be like the damn thing doesn't prevent COVID uh, A B it doesn't prevent you spreading it C it doesn't well C is it's got all kinds of problems that cause all kinds of health issues. Tons of people are having a ton of issues with this. 
it's everywhere, man. I mean, I hate it for you because you're just walking. Give me the shot. When can I get my next one? I just, I don't, I don't know. I, 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 I don't understand that. I, I really, really, you know, I'm not very smart. I, I don't understand it. Like information's out there. I mean, you, you, you just trust in these folks. <laughs> Jab me, give me the juice. I trust you. It doesn't work. doesn't do anything, but, but still, <laughs> okay. So what else was happening in the world of news? Sheesh, dog. El Paso is trying to step it up down there. El Paso, police department down there. They've teamed up with the LGBTQ plus QRSD XYZ people, the uh, Rainbow Coalition. And so they've decided from now on in El Paso, the police will ask for pronouns, your preferred name, and your gender identity, how you identify today when encountering criminals suspected criminals, and other individuals. Well, <laughs> good on you down there, El Paso. That's what needs to happen. I'm sure you got so many uh, trans folks coming across down there. You got you know, you don't want to offend them. I mean, look, just because they came in here illegal and illegally and they're doing a lot of human trafficking and smuggling in drugs doesn't mean that you can offend them and hurt their feelers. Okay? Because... We can't be having that. Uh, at least when they're coming across the border with the drugs and the, and the kids and they're doing all the raping, we don't want to offend them by calling them the wrong name. Misgendering. Can't have it, okay? So we're going to start asking them what your pronouns are, what's your preferred name, and what do you identify as tonight, okay? And we're going to do I kid you not. Here it is. City council meeting, blah, blah, blah. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. What, what else? What else we got, ladies and gentlemen? In our final moments, let me see. I'm scrolling, scrolling for the good stuff. Uh, geologist utterly demolishes human-induced climate change hoax in just two minutes. This guy is uh, is the he's he's a geologist. He's Professor Ian Pilmer utterly demolishes this. He says no one has ever shown that human emissions of CO two drive global warming. Nobody. And if it could be shown, then you would have to show that ninety seven percent of emissions, which are natural, do drive global warming. Here's a whole speech he's giving. He's the smartest man, and he's he's destroying the whole deal. It's a gigantic fraud. Game over. Who will listen? Will anybody listen? I highly doubt it. But anyway, it's true. I've been saying it all along. It's a big hoax. And it's just one of the many. One of the many, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, we're out of time. I appreciate you guys so much for tuning into this program. It's called Brewer's Briefing. It's out there everywhere. Share it, love it, like it. Subscribe to it. And let's make it go big time, okay? You guys have a fantastic weekend. Enjoy your day today because it's going to get wet over the weekend. I'm sorry about that, but it is what it is. Loving you. See you next time.